Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So, yeah, like, let's get into some NFL here, Bart, because, you know, the combine's going on right now. Joe Douglas spoke. We'll get to what he had to say. Brian Gutekunst, the GM of the Packers, also spoke. We'll get into what he had to say. Both obviously having some Aaron Rodgers conversation, so we'll get into that. But yeah, so the Giants are releasing Kenny Galladay. Not a surprise because you have been talking about that for a while, right? Even before the season ended, you said they're probably going to move on from him. Yeah, they man, that that was a not a good match. So not they, a good pick. yeah. So March fifteenth, so it'll be in two weeks. Um, he will be officially cut. It'll save them just under seven million dollars against the cap. Still, still, there's a dead cap. What is it, like fourteen, I believe, right? Yeah, but you need to make space for some more play playmakers, man. So, how about this? Field Yates tweeted this. In the end, the Giants will have paid Kenny Galladay thirty-six million dollars for forty-three catches and eleven touchdowns. Hmm. That's all he gave you. That's all you got. In the and you thought that I, mean, I remember when this deal went down. You were like, "It's a huge deal for the for the Giants." Well, he was the only. He was good when, when, with when the, he came with the with Detroit. When he came out, he was the only like big time receiver on yep. the market, and the Giants had missed out on some other players, so they they went all in because you know I think Gettleman was trying to preserve his job. It ended up costing him his job anyway. But he was going all in. That's when he spent all that money. Blake Martinez, all these. Blake Martinez is retired. He retired before his deal finished. Made now five he's million dollars on Pokemon. How about that? Five million bucks in Pokemon. Don't have to get CTE when you're trading Pokemon. You ain't lying. Might get jacked by by by, by a teenager. <laughs> Run. <laughs> Run me my Pikachu, son. So who do you want to hear from first? Joe Douglas, the Jets GM, or Brian Gutekunst, the Packers GM? Let's set the stage with Gutekunst. <clears throat> All right. So a lot of this isn't on audio because he did a a little group sesh with the beat writers, with writers. So this is from um, Rob Domofsky, who has been covering the Packers for a long time. is excellent. One of one of our best of our of our ESPN yep. uh, team reporters. Yep. Him and a guy from um, he's the one of the best. the best. Oh, Mike Reese. Yeah, Mike Reese is phenomenal. Obviously, Samini's great, and so is Jordan Renan. But I mean, Domofsky's had to deal with a lot. Covering that team, and it was a lot of it is surrounding Aaron Rodgers. So, a couple of things that he that Gutenkunz said this morning about Rodgers is the options on the table right now because he said they haven't had any conversations yet. So he's basically non-committal about his quarterback for next year, but did say that Jordan Love was ready. So he said we really need to have the conversations, meaning with Rodgers. We want what's best for the Green Bay Packers, what's best for Aaron. So we'll get to that once those conversations happen. So he said they have not had a chance to speak yet. But he's been out the hole for how long? I don't know. You told you you said he left. Yeah, he came early. out early. He came out early. Two and a half days. Yeah. Softy. Couldn't handle it. I wouldn't either. I don't blame him. Um so you remember you go back to December sixth that he said this was during the bye week, and he said he wanted Rogers back. And then in January 13th, he said he still believed that Rodgers gave the Packers the best chance to win. Yeah, But, but if, here yeah. now he's sort of saying, we've got to have these conversations. And he said, I don't think I don't know if things have shifted. At what time is enough enough? That's that's really where, the, where they're at. 
Uh, we can actually hear. We do have some audio of Gutekunst. So here, here's him talking about his whether his opinion on Rodgers has changed or is it the same? Our feelings haven't changed about Aaron, but we we need to have some of those conversations about our team, where it's going, where he's at, you know, before we go forward. So that all right. So it feels like Demosky saying he feels like there's a soft deadline of March fifteenth, and here's why: because that's when free agency starts. As you know, it's the first day of yeah. the league year. Uh, and they need Rodgers to make a decision by then so that they know what to do going forward. So he said, Gutekunst said, certainly before free agency, that would be good. I don't know if there's anything firm, but that would be helpful that they had that. Yeah. So asked about the Jets and their inquiry that has been reported, he said that, that, that there's not been any specific trade talks regarding Rodgers, but he said, quote, I've had conversations with teams all the time uh, and said this time of year that happens all a lot. I've talked to different teams about a lot of different things, but actually talking about trades, not yet. Certainly people would be interested in Aaron Rodgers, right? I uh, If they thought he was available. Adds that Love, Jordan Love, is absolutely ready to play starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, they have been in communication with Jordan Love and his agents about what the offseason is going to hold. And he said he definitely needs to play. I think that's the next step in his progression I think he's ready for that. Not every quarterback comes into this league ready to play. Blah, 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 blah. Bottom line is, Bart, is that Gutekunst seems like he's – the door is open. Yeah, he sounds noncommittal. But nobody – it's the most passive-aggressive relationship I've ever seen. But doesn't it feel because like nobody he's, wants to be the bad guy? That, that's exactly it. So Rodgers wants the Packers to say we're moving on, and the Packers want Rodgers to say I'm not coming back, and, and no one wants to be the guy that breaks up. I wonder if this is like like – uh, Residual from like trying to learn from when they let Brett Favre go, and Brett Favre went and had two good years. Remember that he went to the NFC Championship mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota with the Vikings. Yeah, was it um, uh, Bounty Gate that that whole time when you no know, Body Gate was about him, and then he came with the Jets, and he had the Jets at nine and two. Yeah, Jets first, and then obviously yeah. Minnesota after that. Well, all right, so let's hear from now Joe Douglas, who doesn't speak specifically about. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, but still, there's obvious questions that are put in place with Joe Douglas. He can't talk about Rodgers. Woody Johnson did, but Joe Douglas can't. So how about just the preference of getting a veteran quarterback in the trade or free agency? We look through every scenario. Those are things we're weighing, acquiring a player with no compensation in terms of trade, draft picks or, or players versus someone that may may require that. So we're looking at every option, and that will play a part in the decision. All right, looking at every option, Bart, and one of those options is Derek Carr, which reportedly, as you remember last week, yeah. did visit with the Jets. And visit with him again. It's supposed to visit with them in Indianapolis. A follow-up visit? Yeah, he's out there to visit. Well, he's here. I know. He's at Indianapolis, right. He's going to meet with the Panthers and Hmm. also the uh, Saints again. Interesting. All right, so here's Joe Douglas on Derek Carr. Obviously, you guys have seen reports about us bringing Derek Carr in about a week and a half ago. I can tell you that was a fantastic visit. Uh, we really enjoyed spending time with him. Obviously, he's the, he's the only quarterback that I can really shed any light on for you guys since he's the only quarterback that's a free agent. But you know, I can say that uh, he left a he left a strong impression with everybody. And so, obviously, we're going to be exploring the, the veteran quarterback market this offseason, and we're going to look at every available option. We feel like when it's time to make the right decision, when everyone goes through their process, we're going to make the best decision for the Jets. Well, I, you'd hope the best decision for the Jets. But how much stock are you putting in this part, the Derek Carr visit? And and the fact that they are talking to he's, him? Well, he's a contingency plan. If In case of emergency, break glass, right? But I don't think that he's the first or second choice. I think, you know, first choice, 
And there's been reports, you know, 7-Eleven.com, that, oh? that even Geno Smith is on the board. Stop. And neither Dan- Stop. And Danny Dimes. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Don't do that. If you Don't do that. If you tell me Ryan Tannehill, I'll say, all right, I get it. Would if, you rather Geno or, or Tannehill? I'd rather neither. I, this, this, Geno had one of the best years statistically as a quarterback. That's great. And it was out of the blue. Bring him home, man. No one expected it. Bring him home. Geno, we sorry. E.K. Ikobago punched you in the face. We didn't tell him to. I, You've matured so much more since then. Yeah. Okay, I.K. Impala. <laughs> Impala. <laughs> He hit him with that. He hit him with a Wakanda punch. Listen, man. Don't, <laughs> ooh. Listen. <laughs> ooh. What's that? Don't. I'm Isaac. Ah. What are you doing? That's the the dude. He, you know they pay him to do it all the time. The the the, the uh, gorilla dude from uh, Wakanda. He go on uh, Fallon and and Kimball and all that stuff. And they have him do the Mafia. Maka ma. Something I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think it's Swahili. I don't know. Maybe we'll find it. it. Yeah. Um. My five. It's my five. My five. My five. I, I just think Ooh. it's African. Yeah, I just think it's an African way of saying Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Do you have Wi-Fi? <laughs> Plug it in. <laughs> Vibranium. You also then have a Wi-Fi signal off you. It's called my five. It's coming off me. My five. It's my five, not your five. Um, I will not give you my code. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, I will not give you my coat. My five. <laughs> Can't have my coat. <laughs> Can we go back to this? Okay. So Derek Carr, you feel like, but shouldn't Derek is Derek Carr gonna wait this out? Like we'll probably he hear from a, him he, today. Well he has no choice. He's out there meeting. He's trying to generate leverage. Right? And everybody and, and I think the Jets told him that we're monitoring the Aaron Rodgers. As uh, they situation. should. And that's great that they're being transparent. Like, listen. It's so many people in life that we like you. That we want you. <laughs> I like you and I want you. We can do this easy way and the hard way. <laughs> but I've been. I also heard report seven eleven dot com that more the um yeah they, they've been flooding the the, the, the airway. Busy been buzzing your phone. But I've also heard that they're not. It's not the deal is going to be like thirty million. It's not going to be some crazy Derek Carr. Yeah, thirty million. Yeah, I mean, that's cheap. You want third? Listen, he already made his money. This is Daniel third Jones con- is looking at forty, but this is third contract, bro. Like, yeah. yo, yo, you've made hundreds of millions of dollars already. Daniel Jones has it. So right. now you want an opportunity and a place where you can succeed, or do you want this money? Good point. If you want money, then you can go. You you can go. You can go to the Houston Texans. If you want money, pass. You can go. Yeah. If you his brother already got. They almost killed his brother. Why yeah. would you go there? Yeah. Yeah, they, you know what I mean. That's like on the, on the first forty-eight. Can you imagine who go, did it? The tackle putting his head down. <laughs> Can you imagine though? Think about that for a minute. If you're if you're Derek Carr and the Texans call and be like, "Hey, we'd like to." Di-. Nope. Hello. Click. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Dial tone. Brand. The number yeah. you have called is temporary. Exactly. Disconnected. Exactly. There's no chance you put on that jersey. But if you're telling me that this off season ends, and it's Geno Smith. Geno a better quarterback than Derek Carr right what now? Was his, what was his Jets number? Was he seven? Yeah, something like that. If he's sitting there in his jersey, under center week I'm one. Home, if I'm that's what home. this offseason is going mm-hmm, to produce, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I would have a hard time 
being excited about the Jets. How can you not be excited about Geno Smith? He's going out into the yonder. He's gotten seasoned. Because Grizzled. this offseason began with Aaron freaking Rodgers could be your quarterback. Who had a better season this year, Aaron Rodgers or Geno Smith? Anomaly. Who's the pro hole? Anomaly. Anomaly. There's no – you can't tell me that I should just be – that's great. Geno's back. He got it figured out. Now, listen, any of these other teams would be nope. excited to have Geno. Tampa Bay. Carolina. Just because you had him before, you're not excited with him because you already know what it's like. I think even Geno Smith was surprised at how well Geno Smith played this year. That's the part that scares me. So clearly, It's not like you so, were like, so, man, so, I so always clearly, saw it. It was so, always there. So clearly, Allen, you mm-hmm. wrote him off. But he ain't right back, though. To right. you specifically, Allen. No, I didn't write anything. Wrote him off. Listen, he's only 30 years old or 31. I think he's a little older than that. Is he? Yeah. You know, he. You, know, he, you can't. You, you, he, um, if you're trying to sell me on that. He dark toast. He wears, still wears seven. He dark toast. So, you know. You can't really tell how old, you know, dude Dark Toast is. Like Big Daddy Kane is 177 years old. You just don't know that. Dark Toast. He's 33 years old during the season next year. Like 32, man. This Come is on. where I'm going? He's just getting sick. Oh, you was all excited for Russell Wilson you know, you, going to play You just Denver? basically, you popped a balloon today that was filled with not just helium but energy. And you popped it. The Knicks won. They're winning six in a row. You got all this. Brian, the the Packers are kind of hinting that, you know what, it might be time. The Packers are, like, it's getting more and more real. Anthony Volpe is playing like he's Derek Jeter these first couple of games in Grapefruit. It looks amazing. I love it. And you're going to go, and though, by the way. And you're going to get your guy from the Rangers. The Jets. Yeah, yeah, Patrick Kane's going to be a Ranger. And you're going to tell me the Jets are going to wind up with Geno Smith. That's what you're telling me. That that's possible. I mean, that's the ultimate kick in the nuts. Who you want, Geno Smith? Who you want, uh, Danny Dimes? Probably not. <laughs> Hope we should do what? You going to have all your fancy quarterbacks? Geno Smith? Mm-hmm. What? Kyle Trash? What? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> are you being serious about Geno? Like, Winston? are you hearing something? No, I'm dead serious. They're, all options are on the table. Even well, I mean, you have Daniel to. Jones. You and have to Danny look Jones. at everything. But I'm talking about serious. Like if we're power ranking, uh, like possibilities, you can't possibly tell me that one end result, a likely end result, could be him back under him back in a Jets jersey. That cannot be what we say. This team that has a chance to win a Super Bowl. That's what we're doing. Can't be. Who can teach? Who can teach Zach Wilson about failure more than Geno Smith? <laughs> it's like it's like it's like. Don't ru- the, don't ruin my day. What's the uh, B song? You, I rise. Don't ruin my from day. From the great poet. Don't ruin my day. My Angelou. Don't ruin my day. Ira in Staten nice. Island. Ira, would you stop being a Gino, Jets fan Ira, Ira, if Geno Smith was a Jet again? No, I have no problem with Geno. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah. And you know he got to meet him. Oh no! I have I, I have no problem with Gino. He matured. He grew up. He finally got some good coaching out in Seattle. Exactly. And I think he had, exactly. And I think he, he and got I think some good coaching couple, out in Seattle. And he ready to go. Locked and loaded. Gino Smith. Yeah, I, and I, I have. I mean, on all our billboards. Derek Carr, I got no problem with Gino. But with, with that said, 
I'd be surprised if they don't get Derek Carr. And, and you know what? Maybe I'm going to be wrong, Alan. I'm telling you, Rodgers is not going to work out in New York. It's going to be a disaster. Why? He's going to come here. Why? Because he's going to come here. He'll win 11 games next year. They'll lose in the second round of the playoffs. I'll take that. And next year, you'll take that. <laughs> what are you and saying? Then next March, and Dak Prescott will take it. the quarterback is again next March? Derek Carr will get you to the playoffs next year. Um, this year. Um, and? With, uh, with Aaron Rodgers. You don't know if he's going to be a quarterback after it's next year. The AFC, he's not going to commit to two years. The AFC huh. may be weakening, Ira. But it may be weakening. Leslie Frazier's taking yeah, a, how about a what's year going on off in the division all of a sudden in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They may be prime and ready for some cooking. They've over they've okay. overspent the credit card bill is due. You need a dude. So you're so it. Ira, you're higher on Derek Carr, and you're saying that Aaron Rodgers might get you 11 wins and the playoffs. But Derek Carr can do the same thing. That's what you're telling me? A hundred percent. I am totally convinced of that. And I think Derek Carr gives you more stability. And I just think you get a four or five-year window with him. With Aaron Rodgers, you got at least a one-year window. You don't know anything after that. But I also took a kid number two in the draft that I kind of need to know about in the next two years. I got to oh, know. I think he's going to be gone in August. I think he's going to be gone in August. You, I do. You think they'll? No. So if, they, if, if Derek Carr comes in, they're, they, they're giving they, up. Joe Douglas said today he's not giving up on. Right. So if that if that's the case, then you bring in Aaron Rodgers because Joe Douglas Thanks, ain't gonna let. You know, he's not. You need a mentor in there and somebody that's. You know, and Derek Carr's not coming in to mentor anybody. No, he wants to be the quarterback for the next. Yeah, three yeah, yeah. To four to he, five you know what he's years. coming in for? I just signed a three-year deal. I want an extension after next year. Yeah, that's what he's doing. All right, yeah. I'll sign a three. I'll sign a short-term deal. That's fine. Play, team friendly. I'll do that. And then when I lead you to play us for the first time in a decade, I'm gonna get the quam. Yeah, well, he gonna he gonna pull he gonna pull a Dak Prescott. Mm. Dak Prescott got a deal, and because it was funny money, he's forty nine million dollars against the cap this year, uh-huh. and Dallas has to figure out. Well, if, if we don't have Dak Prescott, then who? I remember a team that had a guy that took him to the Super Bowl. I remember a team that had a guy that took him to the playoffs. They just did. They just knew that it was a ceiling. It was a cap to how good that they can be. And they traded him and sent them off to Detroit. Detroit. And then they went and they took Detroit's quarterback. So far, two years, one good year, one not so good year. You think that they're willing to trade uh, and, and say, I wish we had never done that? No, they're happy that they're able to win a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. Of course. Even though now it they paid off. Even though now they're having a garage sale. They so have what? Picks. They got to sell off Bart, Ramsey. Already got rid of Bobby Wagner. Bart, this is a this is an old sports talk radio, sports radio uh, conversation. If you told me that I could make a deal that would win me a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but then for 10 years, I'm going to suck, sign me up. Yeah, do you want to be Dallas? Win games, go to playoffs, get sent home, don't go to playoffs. They've been Dallas been doing this pretty much for Tom the Brady made it look like it's easy to win Super Bowls. Yeah. It ain't easy. Yeah. The Patriots and Tom Brady made it look like and you could just get oh, you can just get there if you're you're a competent player. No, man, it is hard. We were doing this before the show. Dino. So how many you wrote this list down of quarterbacks, right? Since Rogers' first Super Bowl. How many of them have gotten? How many quarterbacks have gotten to a Super Bowl in the last? What is it now? Is it is it twelve years? Was it twelve? Right, Rogers won in ten. Right, or he won in eleven. The ten season. Uh, yeah, ten seasons. So twenty two. So, so twelve years. And he is one of four that will have won the Super Bowl that are going to be starting next year that are still in the league. 
And, more, and that's Tom Brady's, starting. Yes, yeah, Nick Foles, nobody knows. Good point. We don't know. And obviously, that's, that's, right, but how about played all. in? Just played in. Just get there. Just played. If we're counting Nick Foles, and then we don't know what to do with Joe Flacco or right. Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. including all of them, that's eleven that have played so in let's, the Super Bowl. Right, and let's assume maybe Matt Ryan's done, Foles is done, Flacco's done. That now could, we're down to eight. Now we're down to eight in the league right now. And Mahomes is kind of you know cornered out market the last couple of years. So the whole idea that you know getting to the playoffs, or, or, or I'm sorry. You know, winning a Super Bowl is easy. It ain't easy. Brady has made it look easy. There's, we also said this, last 30 years, it's eight quarterbacks have won seven. multiple. I think we said seven. Seven yeah. have won multiple Super Bowls. The Mannings, right? We went through the whole thing. Roethlisberger, obviously Brady. But, like, it's not that easy. So if you could give me an opportunity to do it, but it might, like what the Rams did, and it might cost me. Like the Ravens did when they when I pay the bill. brought in everybody, brought in Shannon Sharp and so, all those guys, and they had to tear it up two years later. And, so but they won the Super Bowl. But you won that, and you can Bullies live off of that for a while. Now, what the Eagles have done, it's pretty damn impressive. But they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Of course. Cool. Well, right, fine. Because they, well, they didn't win the Super Bowl. And now they got Jalen yes, Hurts. they won one. Oh, yeah, you're talking about, oh, you're going way back there. That ain't way back. Same era. That's just talking about the recent time. No, I'm saying you won one, got back to another one, like the Rams got to one, then won one mm-hmm. in the same era. Look, I'll take that because I'll bet buys me time, but I've got one. I'll do it. So I don't understand why everybody wants to take the 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 careful approach here. That never works. Nope. That just makes you. That just puts you on that hamster wheel. One of the last great championships in this city is the New York Rangers winning the Stanley Cup in 1994. Did they? Did they do it careful? Did they do it careful? They gave up on a couple of young players. Doug Waite was a young, talented player, became a superstar. Mm-hmm. But they're like, "You're not on our timeline. We're trying to win now." They went, and got Messier, and then they just started loading up with with vets. And it's time to win now. They went all in on a year that, if not for Matteau, that that crashes and they're they're done. Right? But yeah. they got it done. They got the championship. They haven't won one since. Doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter. That one in like what has been now, what, 80-something years? Yep. Doesn't matter. It's one that you got. And it was worth it. It's always worth it. The Knicks had just celebrated the 50th anniversary of their last Damn. championship. 50! So you weren't born when they won? I was one Damn. and change when they won the last one, the 73 one. I was not born for the first one. You you couldn't get drunk at the parade. No, let's say uh, they didn't have a parade. You know that? Let's say spiked you. I think they're the bottom. only team that won a championship in New York that did not have a parade because the mayor at the time felt like parades were too expensive and a waste of money. They need to redo it. It's like when it's like when you get older and you're like, oh, you never went to prom? Like what? And you had like that fake prom set up. They need to do that'd be because, so sad. <laughs> no, how sad would no, that be? No, we need this summer. Dude, that'd be so sad. This summer, this summer, we need to, we need to have a Nick. Oh no, man, don't, have Clyde like, in float. May. In May, we'll have the yeah, parade. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
on the actual day yeah. when they they <laughs> won the championship. Yeah, right, right. We're gonna have a parade. Bring out Pearl and Clyde. <laughs> Everybody. And yeah. And uh, you know how sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need to do, man. Right. Oh, they never got the float right goes right. by like a couple like like, like Jerry Lucas sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Wake him up. Forget floats. Put him on rascals. <laughs> <laughs> Wake him up. Wake him up. He's already he's already asleep. And we got who who we got for entertainment. Anita Baker or something. Not no, Anita e- Baker wasn't even old. 73, man. We got to get Cher. Sonny and Cher, although just Cher. We got to get Cher. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. We can't do that. Just have one Somebody like, Somebody wake my ass up. With a new t- <laughs> uh, uh. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, like, man. Wow, like we moving and grooving, we gushing and gushing. <laughs> <laughs> love Clyde let's continue with the calls Jose is in Brooklyn what's up Jose hey how you guys doing good I just want to say uh, you guys have been taking my calls a lot more lately and it makes me want to cry but um, all jokes aside <laughs> um, I feel I feel like Jet fans should get over I, I like I don't know what the scare is of Aaron Rodgers like they haven't been great in so long uh, they haven't been great since I've been alive. Like, I'm 27, and, you know. That's uh, a lie. Are, That's a lie. But uh, I, I love I love your Jet team, the 2010, 2011. But come on, man. They haven't, you know, when I mean great, I'm talking, like, championship status. And, you know, you guys made the AFC title game twice. But I, I don't know what the fear is of Aaron Rodgers. They get Derek Carr. They'll probably still be not mediocre, but is, is a first-round exit. Yeah, they'd be all right. Second round, right? Is that what we're looking for? Yeah, they'd be all right. Not really. If you go with Aaron Rodgers, you're trying to win something. That's what I'm saying. If you go Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is a message to the league that we're trying to win a damn Super Bowl. Because this thing, that's my point. That's why you do it. Yeah, Derek Carr is just you know it's a little 
as Bart would say, it's not enough cheese on the taco. Yeah. Like, they need Aaron Rodgers. It's not sizzle. And one more point, yeah. uh, Bart, when you were talking about the, the Roy Hibbert block on Melo, um, the comparison you were trying to make was Bam Adebayo. Yeah, yeah, Bam Adebayo when his hand in was in the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, That's man, why I love our listeners, You guys are the best. Love you guys. Appreciate you, Jose. Thank you, Jose. We're to have my back. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was talking about, Bam Adebayo. His whole rim was in the, in the basket. Yeah. 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 How was that not goaltending? Yeah, that block last night from Mitchell Robinson was just ridiculous. Like, he caught Tatum. Like, that's one of the best plays of the season. Because yeah. Tatum was about to poster him. But you know what? You can feel his presence, too. He was altering shots. Yeah. And people had to think about going in the lane, how they were going to try and finish. Man, they just got to keep just him healthy. If they could just... He's trying, they like, still flush like, out like the Mitch, creatine out. can you give me... They got 19 games left. Can you just stay healthy like just give me two more months, right? Just give me two more months. Just stay healthy. Alan's in the truck. What's up, Al? Yo, what's going on, fellas? What's happening? Yo, man. Yo, your boy Bart was wilding last week, bro. What happened? <laughs> Yo, man. He was calling. He was calling Dan. He told Dan he got a P. with Herman haircut. What? He told Dan. He was. He told Dan he was gonna smack him. Like, yo, your boy was did. Yeah, I did. Yo, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, it was Dang had a punchable, punchable face. What was going on with that? What was going on with you and Dan Grosso last week, man? He was just yeah. talking all kind of cash stuff, man, about KD and all that type of stuff. You know, he struck a nerve. I told him I was gonna bring my homie to clown. Homie, don't play that. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I told him. So, so the Knicks, yo. So boom, I had so much faith in the Knicks yesterday. I was telling everybody at the at the um at the office at the base, like, yo, take the Knicks, put a hundred on it, and then you know, so I, I did that. I went out, had me like five margaritas last night watching the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it was a good game. I went crazy when on that block happened, and everybody looking at me like I'm nuts. And I'm like, bro, you see me with my Knicks jersey. You see this? Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I come to work this morning, and, I, you know, I told everybody at the job, bet the Knicks. I come this morning, I'm asking people around, you y'all put money on the Knicks, right? Because I made money last night. That's right. No one put money on the Knicks. Soft. No one. Soft. They don't, you know, it's, again, it's soft. They don't want to believe. That's the Let's problem. do that hockey. And he scores. I hit the wrong button. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought, I, I thought we had breaking news. No, we didn't. I, I meant to do this. I meant to do this. But, Al, that's the problem. And I'll tell you what. That's the problem. And I understand it, that there's a lot of fans that are still hesitant to buy in because they don't want to get caught with, like, you know, like the, the five-game losing streak or something like that, the, this feeling of the inevitable, oh, it's going to fall apart. And then I'll be mocked by everybody for believing. I mean, just have some fun with this. Paul's in Newark. What's up, Paul? How you guys doing? Glad to talk to you guys. Likewise. The Jack quarterback situation. I got no clue why everybody's high on Carr. He's not won anything. He's got a losing record. He loses in the playoffs. If Rodgers isn't available, Rodgers is a short-term and long-term plan. Short-term, you win. Long-term, Wilson's sitting under him for two, three years. I think that's a good plan. But if not Rodgers, I'd rather have Garoppolo. Garoppolo knows how to win. He wins big games. Carr throws for three, 4,000 yards, but he doesn't win anything. I'm a Viking fan. I got a guy that throws for 4,000 yards. And when the game's on the line, he <laughs> throws a two-yard pass on fourth and eight. So why go to Carr? He, he doesn't know how to win anything. Paul, you nailed it. Paul, great call, man. Hey, that's a great call. Hey, that's spot on, I'm man. a Vikings fan. I got a guy like that. Right. That's, Paul, that was that was money. But that's, again, I go back Good to that's that how hope. I feel. Yeah. And Jimmy G would make more sense in my – now, again, you're going to have to pay him. But he'd make more sense because does he know how to game manage? Running game, 
Great defense. Yeah, been there, done that. Like, he already understands yeah. the role. He knows the assignment, Bart. You always say that all the mm-hmm. time, right? Jimmy G knows the assignment. And that's well, – Can he stay I healthy? Mean, would would always... Garrett Wilson want to have Jimmy G thrown to him? Maybe not, but – But Jimmy G's fine in between the hash. He just ain't pushing the ball down the field no. that much. But, 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 of course, again, as you said, he's got to stay healthy. That's your concern. But I just don't – like, the only thing that stops you from getting Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers saying, I don't want to play there or I don't want to play. Yeah. That's it. But the Packers sound like a team that if he gives us the the sign, we're out. We'll move on. And the Jets already made it clear, if you're going to do that, we are we're interested. front and center. Yeah, we, we already tapped in. We already we already checked in and said, hey, we good with it. And if you get Aaron Rodgers, that's signaling to your locker room. You're trying to win a championship. Now, you can mess around and can, can um, Derek Carr play well. But listen, if you bring in Aaron Rodgers, don't think that that's the only move that you're going to break bring in either. You know, and if it's after June 2nd, then that means you get to use your 13th pick. And what can that be? So, you know. Well, Mel, Kuyper, Mel Kuyper has a couple of ideas. He's got his big board out. Ah. Right. Maybe we should discuss. Want to go over that? Yeah, let's do that. We can go over that. There's we'll plenty, yeah. plenty there to get to. Of course, we have your calls, 800-919-3776 as well. We'll get back into the Knicks stuff, NBA stuff in the 2 o'clock hour. Uh, right now, though, sticking to, uh, to football stuff because, again, the combine's going on right now. Joe Douglas spoke. If you missed it, we'll play more for you again, 2 o'clock hour. Um, Brian Gutekunst of the Packers spoke about his situation. So things are starting to percolate. The Giants already, uh, reports are that they will move on from Kenny Galladay. That is not a shock, not a surprise. Uh, Bart has been calling that. But still, they're already starting to make some moves now to get themselves ready for their offseason and players that they have to pay. And Gavin Lux of the um, yeah. of the uh, Dodgers, shortstop, yeah. just blew out his ACL running the bases yesterday. They're going to be looking for an infielder maybe. Well, because and if Volpe's playing, so, I mean, he's looked good so far. Yeah, a little deal, a little IKF. Yeah. You know, open up a spot. I don't know if you want to help them, though. I don't care. I'm the Yankees. What do I care about the Dodgers? I'm going to see them until October. Don't have to worry about them. Mm. But, I mean, everybody loves Volpe. Everybody loves him. And he's starting to show the shine that we all were told he had. And this is where Cashman now can say, you see, this is why I didn't trade this kid for Castillo. I don't know. if Oh, Castillo, man, would have been just what the doctor Yeah, but what if this is your your shortstop answer for the next 15 years? That is true. And he played some second base yesterday. Yeah, Aaron Boone said he might even try him at third. Yeah, you got to have all kind of contingency plans because uh, Glaber Torres could be uh, walking a mile. I'm all set there too. Uh, I'll, I'll give the Dodgers it been, has, it been, has it been a bigger disappointment than Glaber Torres? Yes, Gary we Sanchez. Was, well, we thought Glaber was going to be a. I thought just funny thing is is before star. before the shutdown when they had the bubble season, I thought Glaber was going to be in a, like have MVP type game that season. Right, 2020, because he came into spring training. Remember, spring training had just started. Yep. He came in and he looked phenomenal. Then they shut the season down, and he thought they weren't coming back, and he let it go. Came back fat. Came back just awful. Like he came, and remember, he was brutal, and he has not recovered since. So yeah, when it comes to disappointment, like I thought he was going to take that next step, then he showed up for the for the uh, for the shortened season. And it was, yeah, it was not good. And since yeah. then, I'm kind of like where I was with Gary. 
Like, I think I've seen enough, and I know what you're about. Yeah, There's talent, but it's not it's not enough talent to make me put up with, you know, the other stuff with you, which yeah. is, you know, the kind of lackadaisical, lazy, yeah. at-bats, you know, all that stuff. Like, I just don't see you as a guy who's all about winning. And I can't wait any longer for it to show. Yeah, I mean, the baby bombers, man, big, huge disappointment. Yeah, bird. We've already talked about this. But still, Volpe, already early on, looks like the goods. Pretty excited about him. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I am keeping an eye on the hockey news. You have the trade deadline in the NHL is Friday. And the buzz overnight and this morning... Mm has been about Patrick. Really, the buzz for the last couple of days has been about Patrick Kane and where he's going to end up. He's superstar from the Blackhawks, multiple cup winner, scored the cup-winning goal a bunch of years ago. But he's a, fin- a great score. The Rangers have been front and center on this. Word I'm getting is it's done. Hmm. It's a matter now of just kind of logistics and when they can get it done because of some cap stuff. But it's essentially he's going to be a Ranger. So tell me this. That's like you're loading up stars now. I mean, Tarasenko they had, now they had this guy. Forward depth for days for this team. So, so tell me this. Are you going to become a Rangers fan? Or are you still holding down with your Islanders? Well, I hold it down with the Islanders, but I mean, I don't hate the Rangers because uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm at the Garden. I know all those guys. Mm. So the Rangers are a team. Like, the, if the Garden has success, I'm, I'm happy. It's, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just a move that should thrust the Rangers into the forefront as the favorites. I think. They got everything. This, this, this you is have the goaltending. You have unbelievable offense. Tons of scoring experience. I mean, they, they really like like lingering. That injury is scary because that hurts their defense, obviously. But overall, like this team, if they add this guy, no, no, this team should be considered a favorite. I mean, I know the Bruins are doing historic things. Like Boston right now is just ridiculous. Right, so you still have to be as good as them, be able to beat them. But the only way to do that is to load up. And you add a guy like this—that's that's just a lot more scoring, a lot more depth that you can throw at a team like Boston. And in a seven-game series, if if you have Shesterkin and he's on his game, yeah, they can win. And they, they, this up. puts them now. I think you know that that could be another team. Can they win a championship? So you're telling me that our best chance in New York to have, to win a championship could be the Rangers. It's the Rangers. Right now, it could be because we got to get to October about the Mets and Yankees. So if they, if they, like I said, I I've heard that this Kane to the Rangers thing is pretty much done. 
And if that is the case and it's official and they announce it, and I'm waiting to get the official announcement, this team suddenly becomes like a scary favorite. And if you're the Bruins, you've got to take note. They're rolling through the league right now, Boston. Yeah. It's, just, it's embarrassing. They're just crushing teams. They are setting records with their points and wins and all that stuff. They don't lose at home ever. But it doesn't mean that they're going to have an easy go to the finals if the Rangers have the depth that they will have with this deal. And all it takes is that. The ability to score goals in power play in the playoffs is everything. So we shall see. We'll keep an eye out for it. And the minute we hear it, we'll let you know. Let's go Rangers. But Brett in Springfield uh, has something that he wants you to do, Bart. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brett. Yes, Bar. Um, I'm a consistent listener. You know, I'm, I, I do a delivery job every day, so I'm always tuned in to you guys. Appreciate Love you. that I got on right before the Power Hour. Um, th- this is a great segue into the Power Hour. But, mm-hmm. Bar, don't you think that maybe you owe Julius Randle an apology? Mm. The last month, you were willing to trade him yes. for a bag of chips. Mm, this no. guy right now, let me tell you what he's averaging over the regular season. 25, mm. 10, and 4. How many power forwards? And, Han, I think you nailed it. His game is just, it's not a very appealing, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't look great. It's not a sexy game, mm-hmm. so therefore he doesn't get the credit. Imagine if RJ was doing this. I mean, because he's at a sexy shooting guard position. I mean, I think he is an MVP candidate this year and is the reason the Knicks is on this six-game winning streak. Well, Allen said he was seventh, and me saying, hey, we should trade him is because at the end of the day, with Julius Randle playing at such a high level, we still have their ceiling at the second round. And what I'm saying is he was a he's a big piece, and unless you're going to re-sign him again when his, contract, his contract's up in like two more years, you know, you, why not move that piece and try and see if you can get a superstar or a bunch of picks to try and get a superstar? I mean, Bart, we're, all, we're always looking for the star. Like, that's what the Knicks have well, been just doing. Well, just one star. Just one star. That's all. Every team in the league. Name me a team on the league that don't have a star or a star that we are, a guy we expect to be a superstar. Now, he may be a good player, but we still don't see him I, as I a superstar. The Heat, the Heat were, were contenders last year, right? Like, Jimmy Buckets? Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. that much would you say that? I mean, Randall is having a Jimmy Buckets is a brand name, but Jimmy Buckets is a brand name in his league. Exactly, brand name, and I think that's what my argument is: is, is Randall doesn't have a brand name and he doesn't play a brand style of basketball. But that doesn't mean that it can't win you a championship just as, just because he's not going to be able to do commercials and you know the whole the whole package that comes with that kind of Jimmy Butler brand. Like I hear you, and, and by the way, I think we royally screwed up by not executing that Donovan Mitchell trade. Yeah. I mean, we have – look yeah. at the guy we were willing to trade, R.J. Barrett. He looks lost. I mean, somehow he's regressed. One more thing, hon. How could a guy in college, R.J. Barrett, who was so good at, you know, looking for Zion, throwing the oop, keeping his head up – I mean, he was a de facto point guard on that team, you know, when, when young – or what's the – when the little point guard didn't have the ball. But he was a Jones. great, you know, attriculator. How, how come he's just lost that part of his game on the Knicks? I think it's usage, Brett. I think for it's RJ, identity. he's lost his identity. Well, it's, it's usage because when you're – first of all, RJ's always been the best player. He was he was the number one high school recruit. He's used to being the best. And so the best player usually has the ball in his hand all the time. And he doesn't now because Jalen Brunson does. And he's had to figure out how to score. And then also scouting report. So we all know he's a lefty. 
He struggles to go right. He, we all know he doesn't have great length, so finishing around the rim, he's got to do it in physicality. He can't really do it by jumping over you. So teams know how to defend him, and he's got to learn how to you know come up with counter moves. He's not a great outside shooter. He's going left. He's hot and cold. So for him, there's a lot going on in his head, on top of in his brain, saying, I'm an alpha. I got to get my 20. How am I getting my 20? So there's a lot going on with him. And then, of course, the defense. He's just in... He's in the blender right now. I do feel kind of bad for him because he's a great kid. But, you know, that's oh, the yeah. hitter there. But let me just make one quick point here, though, Brett, about, about the Randall thing. And you making the argument about him and Jimmy Butler and all that stuff. I will say this. As much as Randall has been phenomenal this year, his numbers tell you, again, he's seventh in the NBA MVP ladder. That's not I'm, that's not me. That's literally like media that comes up with numbers and where he ranks. Seventh. That's in the entire league. So he's having a great year. But in the last two minutes of a close game, he's got to prove. It's like the last frontier for him. He's got to prove that he can make the big shot, that he can make the big play, that he's not going to turn it over. He's not going to take a bad shot. He's not going to get double teamed and, and panic and not know what to do. Jimmy Butler, we've seen him do it in the bubble. We've seen him do it in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler has proven that he can make big shots in big moments. Julius Randle's last step as an all-star who wants to be a star, he's got to make those big shots. He hasn't done it yet in his career, but he's got time to do it this season. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.